Welcome everyone to the WFR Marriage Podcast. This is a conversation about marriage for marriage. I'm your host, Jonathan Wallace, and I'm here with my co-host, Trey Tomlinson and Mr. Jeremy Shackelford. How you guys doing? Man, this is great. Aren't you, aren't you excited? I mean, we are sitting here. This is our number two podcast. Of course, our third one in the list, but it's our number two one. But this is exciting to be here. I am extremely excited for today's topic. All right. I'm excited, too. Just to let y'all know, but I'm excited for more than just the same reasons y'all are. Well, uh, Jonathan, speaking of that, why don't you tell us who our uh, our guest is? I, I, that, thank you, Trey. I'm glad you <laughs> asked that. I was I was wondering if we were going to get to that sometime. No, um, yeah, I'm excited because my beautiful wife Tara Wallace is here with me, and um, she is the the partner that God gave me to get through life with. She's the mother of my children, and I can assure y'all, as long as she is by my side, it doesn't matter where we're at, no matter how cold it gets, all I got to do is scoot up next to her and I'll stay warm because she is my my warm and toasty heater on a cold winter night. Well, Tara, how you doing over there, baby? Well, doing great. Doing great. Excited to be here. Um, So you guys, though, really, I mean, we're calling it guests because it's a podcast, but you're really, you know, not our guests because you're part of our marriage ministry team and and uh, so that's just something we're doing for the podcast. But, um, Jonathan, why don't you frame up what we're going to be talking about tonight? Well, you know, one of the biggest topics that we get into when, when we deal with, with couples is disagreements on children and um, definitely you know, all aspects of that. And so, you know, we really want to just make sure people understand the groundwork and, and we want to talk about how to keep the in the family the most important relationship, which is the husband and wife, keep it ahead of the children. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, definitely. I think that that's uh, a lot of problem in uh, marriages and families alone. So yeah, I agree. I uh, I was looking at uh, some statistics and the top three kind of Google searches by Christians. Uh, the first one obviously was sex. Uh, the other one was uh, marriage, and the other one was uh, parenting. So I think it's a, a great topic for us to talk about tonight. So uh, bouncing off of what you said, Jonathan, uh, let me just ask you guys, uh, for you and Tara, what is what is God's design or his intent uh, for parents and children? Well, you know, the way I see it is is God's design is, is the best. You know, we, we may think we know what we're doing, but in all reality, you know, we kind of, we kind of run off on our own, and, and we don't know quite as much as we do. So what we've learned in our marriage, wouldn't you say, babe, is that, you know, God's way is the best. Yes, definitely. And he even, you know, he even brings that in at the very first part of the Bible in Genesis two twenty four, Um, And it says there, this is why a man leaves his father and mother and bonds with his wife, and they become one flesh. And I think that um, in today's society, that kind of gets, I don't know, tangled. And we always tend to think of, let's put our kids first. We do all of this stuff. Um, We play sports. We have all these extracurricular activities, and we forget about what God created is um, marriage. And like he says in Genesis 2 is, you know, we become one flesh. So That's right. That's right. And we we use this verse all the time, and but we really focus on the last half of it, you know, the two become one flesh. But the first part of it is this is why a man leaves his father and mother. And that would intend that the goal of the father and the mother is not to keep the children in the house till they're 24. <laughs> yes. And then you walk in and they're still eating Cheetos and sitting on your couch and, and not doing dishes and things like that. I mean, it's 
there is a purpose. We are given the, the job as a husband and wife to train up our children so that they can become adults mm-hmm. and they can leave the home and they can eventually start to reproduce and the thing starts all over again, right? Exactly. Um, I think one of the most important things, and we talk about marriage and we talk about families, is um, that we instill Jesus Christ into our children so they can go out and, you know, get married themselves and and further his kingdom. I think mm-hmm. that's a very important, important aspect of um, family in general. Mm-hmm. And and. and so you may hear us say this and, and immediately say, okay, Jonathan and Tara are telling us that, like, our relationship with our kids are bad. Like, that's not what we're saying no. at all. You know, um, we've alluded to it earlier. You've got to keep the first thing first, and that's your, your relationship with Christ. But right after that comes the, the husband and wife. We know that kids are a blessing. We know that we're supposed to have them. You, know, you flip over to, to Psalms 127 and uh, starting in verse 3 it says sons are indeed a heritage from the lord children a reward like arrows in the la- in the hand of a warrior are the sons born in one's youth happy is the man who has a field who has filled his quiver with them so we know that children are part of god's design we know that we just have to make sure that in the marriage we really focus on making sure that our husband and wife relationship is placed ahead of that exactly and what better way to do that is First and foremost, um, our relationship with Jesus Christ, and it just trickles on into our family, and I think that's so important. Yeah, I know um, the role for a parent that God assigned to us was to care for them, not just emotionally and physically, but also spiritually. Mm -hmm. And even more than that is to teach them about about Jesus, and not just with what we say, but also with what we do. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Well, and one of the things I've found since I can speak on this since I'm the older statesman in here, you even when your children become adults, you never stop being a parent. But that doesn't supersede the relationship you have with your wife. That is a bond. You are now one flesh. And so we've got to be careful not ever letting that overrun that. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of leads to our second question here. What does it look like when you put your relationship with your children ahead of the relationship with your spouse? And when does that become unhealthy? Well, yeah, well, that, I guess you, you could probably go back and look at our marriage. Yeah, and, definitely. you know, what, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara, I'll let you kind of speak to that and, and share a little bit of what we did and where we learned how yeah. to make changes. So we started out um, very young as a as a couple, 18 and 19, and, you know, we got married early and had kids early, and I think – our kids kind of took a forefront in our relationship and everything revolved around them. Um, and we learned that, you know, that was definitely not how God intended it. And it caused lots of chaos mm-hmm. in our relationship. Yeah, yeah. So I would say it took some really, what could have been some really good years of our marriage. And, you know, we took sports with our kids and yep. put it before our marriage. We put grades in school. Um, and then we definitely put the extracurricular activities of our kids outside of those two. So anything from hunting to fishing to just whatever, riding four-wheelers, it seemed like that always superseded our relationship with each other. Yeah, and it caused a lot of problems, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think once we realized, um, once we started, you know, the marriage ministry here at Whitesbury Road, um, 
it kind of kicked us in overdrive of what our relationship was really supposed to look like. And from there, it has taken off and has been a blessing and a joy and um, something that we never thought existed. You know, so I really am, you know, excited about where we go from here, how we continue to grow. You know, I think back to those years, and, and I wish I could come up with a number to give everybody. Um, but I would probably say we probably went on one date a year. Yeah. It was bad. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Guys, if, if, look, if you hear anything out of this right now, like – you got to date your wife, right? Amen. You got to continue right. to date them, uh-huh. right? And 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 I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna choke on these words as I say this, <laughs> but taking them to the ballpark while you go coach a baseball game and let her sit in the stands and keep score. Guess what? That is not it's not a not date. A, not that a good date. Not, not a date. <laughs> uh, yeah. And now, Jeremy, where were you at? Ten years ago, whenever I needed to hear that. Well, ten years ago. I was probably at a ball game coaching with my wife, <laughs> keeping the score. <laughs> yes. I'm just that's how I know it's not a date. Yeah. No, no, and not. so, and, and you know, there's not that we're saying there's anything wrong with it. No, but you have to make that time. You have to make that time to stay and and connect with each other. You know, physically, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, you've got to make that time to do it. And if you're busy running around with kids. And and I really think that one of the most important things that we've done as a couple is um, we've really started to pray for each other mm-hmm. and pray with each other. Anytime we, you know, feel ourselves, you know, getting emotional and upset, um, that's just a really important thing that we've learned in the past five, six years that that can end all you know, it can stop it in its tracks, and it's our relationship has grown from that. Yeah. So prayer has really been key for us because I still have that tendency to think that a ball game and a, and some fries and a coke is a date, <laughs> and and it's just and, and in all reality, it's not. And so that, that that staying staying prayed up, as we like to say, it right. it, it keeps you a keeps you looking at God, but b it gives you a light of who you are in relationship to Christ. That's good. And you see your flaws so much, and, and it just points out, look, you know, you got this big, you got this wonderful gift over here. Um, guys, ladies, I don't know if you realize it, but if your spouse was the only person on earth, guess what Jesus would have done? He would have still came right. to die for them. Your Your spouse is a brother and a sister in Christ just as much as or probably more than they are your spouse. And so looking at them in that light and knowing that you know they have a desire to be with you and to know you and then ignoring it and, and putting something in its place that just that, that throws a kink in what we said was God's design. So yeah, that's so good. Um, so for Anna and I, uh, we were the other extreme. <laughs> like we'd done everything marriage related but tended, you know, especially early on to neglect kind of the kids more. So, how do you have a healthy balance between both? Go ahead and answer that, babe, because I have yet to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and we're not saying, you know, go on a date night every week. We're not saying, you know, your kids are important. If you don't instill in them, you know, the godly foundation that he gives us in this lovely book, um, who would they be? You know, who are they going to raise as children? That's not what we're saying. 
Um, I do think that our kids now and, and our older kids even say it, y'all changed a lot. You know, yeah, and that's great yeah. to hear. But for those of you that don't know, we have basically two sets of kids. Yeah. Our oldest two are 23 and 18, and then our youngest two are 9 and 8. And so, I mean, there's a big dichotomy in how we treated people then, our kids then, and how we treat yeah. them now. Yeah, so, you know, our our older kids and our younger kids, they get to see what a healthy relationship is between mm-hmm. us, and they respect that. So when it's our time, they respect that it's our time. When, I, when the bedroom door is closed, yeah, they don't, you better you knock. Know, <laughs> you better knock. Um, they know that there's, you know, we're either talking or something, but they never – they never interrupt. Right. But I do think that um, it's important to spend time with them also right. because they need to get to see the changes that we've made and they need to get to feel the changes that we've made. So you have to give a balance. You know, you have to set. I know that you and Anna have done something really special, and I want you to kind of hit on that real quick if you don't mind because that's something that, you know, people out there want to know about because. You know, how can we do a date night that's not expensive? How can right. we, you know, have a have a time when our kids are still in the house? Yeah, so we, we realized that we were always behind the eight ball in a lot of ways. And so what we decided to do is just, I've, you know, approached her and said, hey, I think we need a, a to pick a day, you know, pick a night. Uh, and, and we pick Mondays. We call, call it Marriage Mondays. And so we go out and we have um, discussion and topic points that we talk about uh, the kids uh, being one of those and finances and our own marriage. And um, it's just been a, a really good blessing uh, for our marriage for us to prioritize our marriage and to be uh, proactive rather than reactive when things comes up. And it's it's just been a game changer for our marriage. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, and I think one of the other things, setting those boundaries has helped us, but having a gospel-centered marriage, mm-hmm. we alluded to it in, the, in a previous podcast, is that gospel-centered marriage, serving Christ together in some capacity. I know, Jeremy, you serve in the church a lot of ways, but but you and Kim, y'all serve specifically together now, right? Now, and that's, that's what's re-engaged has been such a blessing for us is because we both served separately for 20 years. And all of a sudden, getting to serve together in a ministry just kind of changed our whole dynamics in our marriage. Yeah, uh, uh, just finding that way to serve God and and on you know, honor Him, bring yeah. glory to His name. I think about Ecclesiastes four twelve is uh, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves, but a cord of three strands is not easily broken. You know when you're when Christ is interwoven and is the strength in that relationship, and man, you're just you're going to be able to succeed so much more in, in, in all aspects. So with that, you know, when I encourage each couple out there to be intentional. You know, the kids require things. They require you to interact with them, but your spouse doesn't. So you mm-hmm. kind of have to be very intentional mm-hmm. about that. Right. And I think it's, like I said, it doesn't have to be, you know, every day that you go out on a date, but um, make something special for them, whether it be a little note or just a text message or just a, I love you. Actually, it, just to say this, it's so much more special if they don't require it. That's right. And then you do it anyway. Yes. That's, that's right. what makes it special. That's, good. that's, that's right. right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. And so, you know, what your kids see, just remember this, guys, what your kids see in your relationship, that's going to mold them for the next generation. They have to, if they see 
you know, I, I, I know that I can't pit mom against dad. I can't get dad to agree with me whenever mom's disagreeing with me. If I know that mom and dad are going to be on the same page, that can change the generation because then down the road they'll reflect that in their own marriages. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Well, I know uh, as we kind of wind things down here, there's there's definitely a strong uh, culture bias towards prioritizing the needs mm-hmm. uh, of children over their spouse. And I'm not exactly sure uh, what that source is, but I would say um, do it for the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. When your kids see uh, mom and dad, like you said, Jonathan, on the same page, like that does something to their own personal exactly. uh, well-being yeah. and, and security. And so, uh, you know, do it for the kids. Uh, if you, you know, if you put your marriage on hold for 18 years or even a year, uh, that's damaging uh, to your children. So that's I would right. say um, do it for your kids. Um, well, and, of course, one of the things I want to share with you tonight is that um, we don't do this to make money, of course. But we are open to the fact that we do have expenses that we need. So if you hear something tonight or any of our podcasts that moves you to want to donate and want to help us out, one way is you can go to WFRChurch.org, and there is a button at the bottom that just says you can donate here. You can click on that and merely in the comments say it's for the marriage podcast. Or if you have a WFR Church app, and, well, I'm going to say this. If you don't have one, well, you need to get it. Right. You go to your app right. store and get a WFR Church app. Yeah. And there's also a place at the bottom of it where you can have a donation and just put in the notation that it's for the Marriage Podcast. And that will take care of any type of help that we might have in order to keep further doing what we're doing here. Well, guys, thank you for coming to our table tonight and, and sitting here with us. And our door is always open. Um, you know, There are ways to reach out to us. You can reach out to us at the church uh, you can come to re-engage on thursday nights mm-hmm. and, and look for us there um you can come you know through the church and then if you have messages or questions they can get to us that way um we're just thankful that you spent a few minutes of your time sitting here at our marriage table and, and letting us try to put into words the um, amazing lessons that god has taught us in Amen. the last you know, 15 years thank you guys for tuning in